Our next guest on RN was banned from her local football team as a kid when a parent on the sidelines noticed that the eight-year-old captain of the side was not a boy but a girl. Sandra Brentnell would go on to represent Australia in our first international women's football game, a test match against New Zealand in Sydney in 1979. And Sandra has the distinction of scoring Australia's first goal in international women's football, which she did in borrowed boots. That goal, of course, kicked off the inspiring tradition that led all the way to that epic and epically nerve-wracking World Cup quarterfinal win in Brisbane, which I think we're all still celebrating and recovering from in equal parts. Sandra Brentnell was inducted into the Football Australia Hall of Fame in 2014, and I'm very pleased to say she joins us now from Perth. Welcome to RN, Sandra. Good morning. How are you feeling about that nerve-wracking win in the quarterfinal? What an amazing moment for the Matildas. Oh, absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Uh, on edge, stressy to the max, but um, we just uh, stuck to our guns through that. And um, I think we outplayed France through most of the game and mm. we stifled their play and uh, managed to get through. Uh, unfortunately, it had to result in penalties, but we hold our nerve and uh, managed to get through that. And yes, Yay, through to the semis. <laughs> yeah, the, the players certainly held their nerves much better than I did and I think most of the nation, <laughs> it was very hard to watch, but but fantastic in the end. One of the great things about uh, the Women's World Cup has been seeing the, the solidarity, the sisterhood of all the Matildas, former Matildas, seeing the game get to where it's got to. What does it feel like as a former Matilda to see uh, a moment like that and also the previous game with 70,000 people? Uh, really, Australian football's just gone to another level, hasn't it? Oh, it's just, it's beyond words, isn't it? It's just uh, the ultimate of women's soccer throughout the world at the moment. Now we've we've reached almost stardom out there in in sport, um, outnumbering um, many other games at international level with the numbers yeah. supporting at the grounds and not just at the grounds. They're all over the cities and the streets and. Everywhere, it's proper World Cup, isn't it? Yeah, it's it is. Just amazing. But it, it wasn't always that way. Let's go back to your career and the beginnings of your life in football. Can you remember how you first fell in love with the game? Well, my father put a ball at my feet when I was three, so it just it started from then, and I can always remember that that's the first thing I thought of when I woke up was was to play soccer no matter what. So out on the streets with on the cobblestones with the the boys every night after school and before school and uh, weekends and all that. So I've, I've played it all my life. That's all I've known. And, and mm. now I'm not playing. I did a lot of coaching and uh, now I watch the game. And, you know, it's just been in my blood forever. You were obviously pretty good, took after your father perhaps. But uh, as I mentioned, you were banned uh, from a team when it was noticed that you were a girl. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, when I was uh, in England playing as a, a young girl, we played in just a local boys team and played for a while there. But obviously, uh, I don't know why, but one of the parents complained to the, the coach and said, you know, that's not a boy out there, that's a girl. And uh, the coach came up to me after one of the games and said, I'm really sorry, but you can't play anymore. Mm. And obviously, I was uh, really distraught and upset and um, then there was no nothing for me to play because there's no women's teams back then and no grading or anything like that so we managed to set up a couple of uh, five aside and then a couple of 11 aside teams amongst the schools but the games were had hock and they couldn't get the numbers yeah. and hardly played that so we were very lucky that my dad saw that I had some talent and 
he set his mind on to emigrating out to Australia, which was the best thing that happened. Well, and the rest is football history because you went on to uh, be part of uh, Australian women's football's international debut against New Zealand in Sydney in 1979. Could you tell us about that first game and the first goal for the Matildas? Well, the, the the most memorable moment, obviously, is actually receiving your shirt and yeah. and seeing your shirt hanging on that peg in the dressing room. That's you know that stays with me forever. It's just amazing to be able to put that shirt on and um, be almost an ambassador for the for the country. And um, yeah, the goal was um, at the time. Obviously, it was we were just glad that we had scored and we'd gone in front. Uh, but looking back over the years and uh, what people have said to me, um, it is um, something to treasure. But like I've always said, it's a team game, football, and that's why you play. It's a team game, and obviously uh, we work really well to get the yeah. ball up there. And, um, you know, I took the player on and put the ball in the net, which was my job. Well, good on you um, for doing it, Sandra. It's been great speaking with you. Thanks so much for joining us on RN. Okay. Thank you very much. That's, go the Matildas. Yeah, absolutely go the Matildas. That's Sandra Brentnell, Football Australia Hall of Famer. Scored the first goal for the Matildas. And in the WA Football Hall of Fame, Sandra is also officially a legend too, and quite right. And as she says, go the Matildas. Let's take it all the way, including all the way up to the 9 o'clock news on RN.